Hi, it's Dave here and I'm with my wife, Cathy. Hello. And you're listening to The Cinemile, the podcast where we walk home from the movies. Today we're seeing a little movie called Avengers Endgame, which I'm super excited about <laughs> personally. Uh, Cathy, how are you feeling about this? Yeah, I mean, I am excited for sure to see what is supposedly the conclusion to the saga. Um, I've seen all the... Pretty much all the other movies except like the first Iron Man, um, but I've only seen them because I'm married to Dave, and then like subsequently because we're doing the podcast. So they're not movies that I would have ever watched otherwise, and I'm usually a bit warm on them. Uh, warm meaning meaning like Luke, I don't hate Luke them and warm. I don't love them. Yeah, lukewarm yeah. is what I meant. Um, but what I am concerned about in this one is the three-hour running time. I'm yeah. highly sceptical about a running time like that. We've got relatively weak bladders as well. I can <laughs> rarely get through a movie. I don't think it's that. relative. I think it's really normal for someone's bodily functions that they need to use a bathroom within three hours. So I'm disappointed they've no intermission. I'm, I've also foolishly brought a coffee. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get a coffee too because it's the morning. So we got a babysitter, so we're going to a morning screening. But yeah, I'm kind of lukewarm. I've seen that it has massive reviews which that are like giving it all five stars. So I really hope it's true because I want to love it. Um, I definitely enjoyed Infinity War so I'm looking forward to seeing where this is going and who's going to die what you want you? someone to die? oh absolutely the problem is with death in the Marvel Universe is that it's largely been made inconsequential right? because everyone just comes back yeah. and that's the problem with the whole the whole problem with the end of Infinity War is we all know they're going to undo it because Black Panther disappeared and Spider-Man disappeared so it's like and they have and they've got movies sequels. coming up I know ridiculous so it's like what you know so it kind of just feels a bit and I kind of get that as a valid criticism however for me I feel like the way I've handled the deal with this is just take death off the table that's not a consequence that they can draw dramatic tension from so just enjoy the characters because the characters don't know that they're all going to go back they're all going to come back so it's enjoying their sort of turmoil and, and I hope this movie deals with the direct aftermath of that and, the and it was cool that, that, will, that, that that will affect those characters it was cool at the end of Infinity War like and it, 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 was, was, it was a shock like it was a yeah. cool cinematic experience and some of you have asked us um, actually loads of people have asked us if Scroobius Pip will come back for this because we saw the last Infinity War with him and we saw Spider-Man with him so he's our Marvel correspondent uh, we couldn't get it to work this time. We just couldn't get the cinema time to no, work for all of us. No, it was so weird. We were trying to... We were in the middle of scheduling it and then he literally just turned to ash in front of our very eyes. <laughs> he flew away. It was really sad. <laughs> so anyway, we're hopefully they'll undo all of that and then he'll be back for the next one. We'll go see Spider-Man <laughs> yeah, in a few months. We're just going to snap our fingers. Yeah, and hopefully see what happens. Uh, but no, I'm excited because it's, like, it's a huge cinematic event, right? And um, I'm generally excited for Zeitgeist things. Much like we're both... Highly excited for the Battle of Winterfell, which is um, coming up on Monday in Game of Thrones. Oh my God, what a weekend! I know. So first of all, who do we think is going to die in this? In this, I absolutely think. Well, I, basically, okay. we know Tony Stark and Captain America aren't coming back, so like one of them has to die. I hope. Well, I hope they're the going right okay, off so, to the sunset. So something I watched an interview with Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel Studios, recently, and he was discussing who they were going to let you know who was going to disappear at the end of Infinity War and who wasn't and they said they were having debates about that for about a year um, but he said the nice the job constant, just sit around debating I know right yeah. <laughs> he said the constant throughout the whole thing was the original Avengers team was always going to stay around because it's the end of their story 
So, like, I actually didn't clock that. that it yeah, was I, original. I haven't quite spotted that either. But they're all, they're all there. And so this is the because. So this, it's Scarlett Johansson in the first Avengers movie. Yes. Um, she was really sidelined, right? Like she wasn't. She's not the same kind of mate. Her and Hawkeye were like kind of the background. Uh, yeah, one. they're sort of the, the, B, the B-listers. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, yeah, I think they're the most obvious candidates for a death scene, you would think. However... Well, like, also, though, like, we know the... Ac- I think the actors aren't coming back, right? Don't, we definitely know Captain America's not coming back. But they're not confirmed. He's made a big... See, he made a big fuss yeah, on Twitter does, of his last every day on set. He doesn't so. want to, and none of them are signed. I mean, but surely that, they're all sick of it by now. But that doesn't mean they're not coming back, because that's what I'm saying. It's like... Because they'll get offered millions and millions yeah, of dollars yeah, to do, like, two days of shooting. They can come back any time. Like, nothing's impossible. But yeah. I, I'm not worried about whether anyone dies or not. I'm just looking for an emotionally satisfying... Finale or send off in whatever form that way. Emotionally be, satisfying, sunset or whatever, and for some sort of death toll, much like I am for Battle of Winterfell. You are bloodthirsty. <laughs> I just like these movies and these shows like set themselves up to be kind of measured by death because they make such big deals of it. So absolutely, yes. Yeah. But my, that's my whole point. If you, if you, if death isn't consequential, then it can't have the same level of emotional impact. I know, and so, that can be said of Game of Thrones so you and need, uh, you need to find movies. that elsewhere. But it also it's the same for comics, right? Like characters come and go all the time, like for decades. So oh, same, same, yeah, yeah, same exact thing. It's coming anyway, from the source material. Come on, we're nearly here. And um, be- before we head oh, in, we, we just... also need to say one more thing. Really excited for Captain Marvel in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like her movie again, I was a bit lukewarm on, but I loved Brie Larson, and I like long overdue a female lead. So I'm really looking forward to her in this movie because like, one of they've the biggest issues. They've been building issues, this up a lot. They've been building her up a lot, and like, and also you know, spoilers for Avengers: Infinity War, but they didn't do very well in the last movie, so they need her to help them out. But also, yeah, like the one implication of the biggest, is that she's gonna solve shit. Yeah, I hope she gets a lot. Like, I hope she's like really front and center of the movie. But also, they, you know, they always have an issue with like women in these movies. Like we just said, like Scarlett Johansson's essentially been sidelined for every movie she's been in. She's just been a supporting character, and she's a huge Hollywood actress. So I hope we see more of her, and I hope we see loads of Captain Marvel. Um, so yeah. Okay, uh, before before we head in, quick shout out to all our new Patreon members uh, over on the Cinemile High Club at patreon.com forward slash the Cinemile yes we're uh, so excited people are paying for our bonus podcast feeds where we do TV reviews including Game of Thrones and we do retro movie reviews we've just done E.T. yeah so we're going to shout out um, big big thank you to um, Mr. J.M. Evans for your uh, subscription uh, Keith Leon um Holly, just Holly, uh, no, no surname there. Holly, so mysterious. Celebrity. Uh, Sinead McKenna, hello Sinead. Uh, Alistair Pike, Joseph McFadden, Aoife Casey. You can tell we're big in Ireland. Uh, <laughs> big in Ar- we're Ra- huge in Ireland. Uh, Raphael Schwick, um, Phil Fort, Keith Leon, Laura O'Dowd, Adam Morris, David Rankinhone, uh, and Dave O'Neill. And hi, Dave. Um, hi, Dave. We definitely know Dave. We know Dave. Um, so thank you everybody if you want to subscribe and help us out and get loads of bonus stuff uh, it's patreon.com forward slash the cinema now let's go watch Avengers Endgame bye bye if we do this we'd be going in shorthanded yeah you mean because it killed all our friends we owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try it's not about how much we lost it's about how much we have left. We're the Avengers. We gotta finish this. 
trust me. I do. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Right, we are just out having experienced Endgame, and I think it is an experience. It's the only way to describe it. It is 100%, yeah. It's yeah. like... It's very windy as well, apologies. It's kind of like that feeling when we came out of Dunkirk, and you've like been assaulted, <laughs> and you need a few moments to take it all in. I feel like that after this movie. I mean, wow. I think this is a real downside to our podcast, in that there's so much to sort of digest, in that I don't even know how to... Like, to begin I'm like there's so many things to say my mind is just whirring with like it's almost thoughts. like we should do like with our Game of Thrones cast where we take like loads and loads of notes and kind of go through everything in really broad like specific detail but we can't do that on this Look, cinema I think let's let's initially we're not gonna say any plot details no synopsis you all know you probably all you're so sensitive to all these things anyway you've already seen it so we're gonna get to spoiler street very quickly but just in case anyone is listening who hasn't seen it, uh, it is wary or whatever tell them like what are your overall feelings of the movie no, no my overall no feelings details. okay um, so yeah I've seen all of these movies being married today is the only reason I've seen them um, they've never held like much interest for me albeit some I've really enjoyed others I haven't um, but this one I absolutely like loved and it's the most I've ever connected with any of these movies and I really felt like it really did justice to the saga and I felt like really glad for the first time that I've seen all the other movies yeah it p- pays off doesn't it, it really I felt really connected to the story um, and for once I really didn't mind the long running time I think it was absolutely justified because they used it properly yeah I was invested in everything that was happening including the battle sequences I never tuned out when I watched those which is rare for me and I just love what they did with the core characters because every character that we were following had genuine arc they had, there was you know real character development for them there was payoff for all of them um, and I, I just really resonated with me and then one thing that I particularly loved is obviously through the course of making these films they've realised what actors tend to work better together than others and who's got real natural chemistry and I felt like they used that kind of chemistry amazingly there were so many scenes where I was just loving watching two actors bouncing off each other and being incredible together yeah. and like this the cast is incredible so I mean I, to- I laughed I cried I was really moved by it I would 100% watch it again and yeah that's my overall view I really recommend it but really only if you've seen the last 20 movies I would not probably bother watching it otherwise well on that quick, quick side note on that because I tweeted yesterday a text that my dad sent me um, which was Dave's dad what? being a 60, mid-60s Irish man from rural Ireland who's Who never seen an never, Avengers Not movie. only has he not seen any Marvel movies, DC movies, no superhero movies, doesn't like science fiction or fantasy. Like, this is not his bag at all. <laughs> and he texts me saying, so what's the new Avengers like? <laughs> and it's like, the fact that this is on his radar shows how epically, <laughs> how much noise this movie's making. But I, and then I was contemplating... Uh, well, I told him I don't know if 
it would be right for you to just jump in at this point. And I thought of him so many times during this movie thinking, this would be a complete nonsense <laughs> to anyone who doesn't know it. So, so you're right, I agree with you in that. Like, you could follow it, but you would have no payoff. I think you could get through this movie if you'd seen probably Infinity War and maybe a few of the Avengers movies. But it won't deliver the same kind of punch as if you've seen all of these movies and been on this journey for 10 years and it is a journey and it's just like so satisfying I found I just I'm with you I loved this movie so much I loved experiencing it I um, was like whooping in my head because we're not an American audience who whoop out loud this is Britain well I capped a couple of times quietly <laughs> I couldn't resist like, but I wanted to whoop I cried so many times this movie is so emotional there's there's moments to cheer there's uh, there's the payoff of the, this is this just feels Stay's like hyperventilating for anyone who can't see him right now payoff for like <laughs> for all the time we've put into this over the last 10 years and ever since Iron Man in 2008 when it all kicked off and it's it's just a thing of beauty to experience and behold I'm I'm I mean I'm just going to I'm just going to be <laughs> like so fanboying over this thing for the next for for the next 20 minutes but I just I can't can we just go to spoiler street and talk talk about it all because I'm I'm just I mean, like yeah, so both, I'm speechless from We both from really recommend it. it in particular specifically if you've seen some or all of the other movies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just can't like I can't wait till Oscar's older and he gets to to experience all this. Yeah, but it's the stage. kind of thing that like it would be, it would be fair. you know the way people who haven't seen Game of Thrones by now go, oh, it's a lot to catch up yeah. on. I feel like this. Is there too much? By the time Oscar's older enough to watch this, we'll be on to the next saga. And like <laughs> yeah, he's going to go. Do movies. I really need to go back and watch like 20, 30 <laughs> And I will say yes. You will watch them in chronological order, my son. Um, All right. Yeah, I just don't know if it has that. If it will work like that, I think it's a very much we've experienced it in real time as they've been released, and I know, that's and part how, of the fun of it. How lucky that we we we've been able to do that. You know the. Anyway, let, come on, let's go to Spoiler Street and talk details. Spoilers okay. now for Avengers Endgame. Someone just walked by, I don't want to spoil it for him. Oh, yeah. oh and on God. a total side note, I was on the train the other day to work. Well, this guy passes because we don't want to spoil it for him. And um, yeah, don't worry, dude, we got you. I was on the train to work and these really annoying teenagers were like screaming at each other. Have you seen Endgame? No, but I heard so-and-so died. And literally, I just turned up my headphones really loud and put my head down. So who, who but, did they say? I don't know because I turned my head oh, I'm turned my head down because I didn't so... want to spoil it for my and I, as much as I probably didn't care that much knowing going in I still don't want movies spoiled for me that's before I see awful that. imagine I would be so upset if any element of this movie had been spoiled for me yeah and it was hard to, to stay off Twitter and muted keywords and everything but oh, the you? um yeah, but um, people kept spelling Avengers wrong in the hashtag, so it was getting by. It was like Avengers or and all this Anyway, nonsense. we're on Spoiler Street for Avengers Okay, why Endgame. Do, why don't we try and kind of start from the beginning? Um, in God, that, I can't remember the beginning. But just this, that beginning section where they kind of just like wrap up <laughs> very quickly, like... Uh, go to Thanos they killed him and then it was that like that was brilliant so I was good. like oh cool they've killed him like very quickly what's happening now great what next I really enjoyed that because I was so done with Thanos and like ready to move on but then and then five years later pops up and you're like <gasps> this movie is go- going places that like, was epic I love that I like, love you know that. what I love when the five years later um, popped up because we kind of don't have to watch them all morning. We get it, it's five years later. Like, we land straight in to kind of seeing the city and the destruction. What I found interesting was I'm genuinely surprised at what was happening in the world because I actually had thought... It's Thanos the leftovers. Plan, it's the leftovers. 
it's 100% the leftovers the HBO show but it's also like oh Than- I was surprised Thanos' plan the only one person mentioned that actually the rivers were cleaner and, and the, the earth was getting better because yes. I thought that like the earth would be in a better state five years later and that they would have been kind of obviously people would have been mourning but what didn't make sense I think is that it looked like some sort of post-apocalyptic <laughs> Nobody's gone. Nobody's cleaned up the cars. But yeah, they, like, but why they do have, it look so bad? They have erected uh, memorials and somebody painstakingly carved all the names. But that, I like that. That's what would happen. But also, is it every but, name from the city who disappeared? Every name from the country? Every like, If it's three billion people, then there's not enough stones. Yeah, so, yeah I don't that know. was my first And also, thought. there wouldn't be, surely there'd be more than one Scott Lang, for instance. And Scott Lang is so, so is rude, right? He's like shoving <laughs> yeah. people who were mourning like, Out of my way. <laughs> in front of their relatives' gravestones, I presume, is what they're doing. And he's like... Bye bye. Push you out of the way. Checking for my daughter's name. Like you, Scott. Other people have feelings too. But uh, but actually, I I could have I could have what I could have watched a whole movie just set in this world. Which yeah. is well, I guess that's that is the leftovers. But I like yes, that. Yes, which we stopped after season one. So but, get real. But they they sort of you're right. They they sort of implied that there is some benefit to this. That Thanos was right. But the issue but is at what cost? And the cost is kind of addressed very neatly in the. Um, in the group therapy session that oh, Captain America's running. Oh, that was running. brilliant. And I love that Captain America's running like therapy sessions. Of course he is. He's such a good guy. Yeah, like, that's what oh, he's spending his time at. But Captain was, America's arc in this movie was the, the best. But just, I, I just want to talk about that scene for a second because that was, firstly, that was one of the directors. I don't know if it's Anthony or Joe Russo. Oh, we um, talked about going on the date. Yeah, that was, that was really a lovely nice. little yeah. story. That kind of awkward for him when his partner comes back but that, oh that, I'm dating someone else now that addressed the, <laughs> that addressed the cost of like right so Thanos' idea which I think is kind of great in many ways and I said that last year is, I don't think it's great but I think it could have been effective it's, no but it's a logical look at this will fix um, you know this will provide life sustainability right but the cost of it is very neatly summed up with um, that story we went on a I went on a date with a guy and um, he I cried cry, he, he cried before the, the, the main course and I cried after dessert and it's kind of that and every and the, there's other people crying in the group and it's just like the profound loss um, and the emotional toll that takes was very well communicated in this movie brilliant. not just by that scene which literally communicates it but then everyone we meet and the toll it's taken on them like I thought Scarlett Johansson was particularly good um, she in this really movie because she had a lot more to do and that's that moment of her eating the sandwich and she's trying to move on and then that when Steve comes in and she describes you know this is all I ever had this is the family it's all I know how to do and just the the, 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 the loss that they've all experienced is just hanging over all of those scenes and it's so beautifully done and, and even then they get in the Peggy thing like Captain America still talking about Peggy yeah. in that group like he's but never gotten we'll over get her to that. I mean, the I'm just saying in that Peggy, group oh my god um, yeah honestly like I don't know where to start I wish I had notes I would, it was, should I we wish... kind of go like character like of the five ma- the six main Avengers should we kind of go character by character Let, let's talk just plot specifically for a minute okay. and then let's go character by character <laughs> I don't think we're going to have to take a really long walk for this <laughs> one I think um Right, so the, that was bold and interesting, and then they move into Time Heist, which is suddenly like... Oh my like, god, Time Heist is, is my favourite thing. This is fun. Okay, we need to state for the record that both mine and Dave's favourite stories always involve time, time travel. Time travel, yeah. We are obsessed with time travel. And I absolutely love how they turned traditional time travel logic, including by referencing loads of other movies, on its head... 
and they're saying no when you travel into the past that's your future you can't change the past I love that I thought that was amazing yeah although I need more time to dwell on that because I'm not sure it no, all because it's like makes it's, sense su- it's suddenly become your future it's not your past anymore you can't change the past you're changing your future Yes, it's now your present. But I still I love don't that. understand why they had to put the time stones back because that would create alternate realities. Was it? And if they were taken, it would it would make like six different realities, and the whole world would split. So that's why the Hulk had to promise Tilda Swinton, which was I love that she showed up again, uh, that he would put them back at the exact moment they were taken by Thanos or whoever originally. And I love, I, yeah, okay. Look, I, 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 lo- I could spend all day talking about that, but I loved just on that moment. I loved how she was just like knew everything even though she was like oh yeah Doctor Strange isn't here yet like oh yeah of course she's all knowing she's all knowing I love that and like she knew who he was it was just like she's this also total side note I know we're on plot but Doctor Strange was absolute rubbish in this movie he was the least payoff worst character shouldn't have bothered being there well he didn't actually do anything did he he swirled his hand around and made circles that's all he he ever does he did the one thing which indicated to Tony that what he had to do did you see him do that with his finger like there's only one way I didn't know what he was doing with his finger. Okay, sorry, we're jumping around again. It's so hard not to. But yeah, so this is kind of like, it's so, it's like several different movies in a way. So we're into like... No, it's like one humongously long three hour movie. (laughs) But the whole middle bit, the time heist... Time heist! Was just so much fun. "Ah!" And like Paul Rudd is, Paul Rudd really brought the levity. Oh my God, because Ant-Man, the last movie... Which was much needed. Such a huge disappointment to me. And this just redeemed that whole last Ant movie, Ant-Man movie. Because and it tied Paul in Rudd nicely actually with that my favourite characters in this universe have always been Thor and Ant-Man and they like absolutely Guardians of the Galaxy love Guardians of the Galaxy but there was no character within that that I loved as much as these two Okay, but it's the vibe of those three movies for sure and they were all the elements that made this movie like completely elevated this movie because I'm sorry but we have to talk about Thor and it, like Oh, Every, I mean, Chris Hemsworth is the best actor, <laughs> hands down, in this whole series. And this is a series with literally dozens of amazing actors in it. He, he just he jumps from comedy scene, to pathos very well. Oh my god! Oh, the bit with his mother. Oh but, my god! But just him and Paul Rudd—they really made all of those. You know the scenes. I love the scenes when you've like got the gang back together and you're planning the heist, like any good heist movie. And Paul Rudd, like. Begs not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where is this place? It's death where my father killed my sister. <laughs> or like when Thor is trying to explain what things are, but he's so drunk and he's like wearing a fat that, suit. That's one of the but like, best fat. scenes. He's not even fat. He's just like no. What he's, he's doing? Muscle turned a little bit to what fat. What he's doing is describing the literally just describing the plot of Thor: The Dark World, the second <laughs> Thor movie, to a room of people who don't know what he's talking about. It's so good. And that just the, the idea of that is hilarious because it's complete nonsense. He's talking about dark elves and all this stuff. And, and Paul what... Rudd's like a geek, though. Paul <laughs> Rudd's like, oh my god, he's so interested, and he's like looking for details, and everyone else like yeah. rolling he's their writing eyes. Notes. Yeah, it's like so that good. whole section when they were planning the whole thing, and just like that just, just made me so happy. Just the moment there was a great other bit where it was like um, Robert uh, it was uh, Iron Man and and the Incredible Hulk and and. Um, Scarlett Johansson Black Widow and they're just all like lying down clearly been talking for ages and they're all kind of talking over each other and they're and like they're, where's this oh, wait, it's all in New York. Yeah, Toronto it's like, New York I love that they have all this time to plan it which is because they've got nothing but time yeah. in, this, in this sort of dark future it's so good and I know I said my favourite stories involve, involve time travel pretty much my second favourite stories involve love heists <laughs> no love oh third favourite story is heists and they got all of those elements yeah. in this movie I was like sitting there going <laughs> um, 
It was so and how fun, fun. And so the time heist then, how fun was it that they did a tour of all, and like kind oh of my paid, God, they paid did a homage recap. to all their old movies? Actually, yeah, check back in. You probably don't need to have seen any of the movies once you follow this lovely recap. And then they do, because they keep mentioning Back to the Future. And then they do the Back to the Future thing where they actually go back and interact with the old movies. And that was when I just wanted to like stand up and take my hat off and say like, done. This well, is so fucking And not cool. only that, they made new scenes that tie into those it was movies. so good. So they actually And enhanced... I had read that Natalie Portman was at the premiere. And this is why, because she showed up for like one scene where she got out of a bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she made it. Oh, that's so, so pointless. Um, no, but actually that might have been from the old, they might have had that from the old like, movie. But like, how fun that basically we got to we got this extra sort of what happens after the credits of the Avengers the first ever Avengers movie in 2012 and I thought it was kind of interesting it's all the little logistic things that you never think of happening but like okay so yeah they've beaten Loki and it's like right now they're all at the top of the roof and they have to get rid of uh, the staff and they have to take their hostage away and it's like they all have to get the lift then S.H.I.E.L.D. come in and it's like it was interesting seeing and Hulk's like I never got to get the lift and then Hulk on the stairs so funny Oh my god, I loved it. And I loved how, like, so this is where they all kind of split off into their little cells. We've got, like, Ant Man and Tony Stark and Captain America. But oh, when we didn't even get to the kind of earlier scene in this movie when when Tony Stark is so simmeringly angry at Captain America, which that I was really like. Because it was, again, a callback to, like, they've obviously had a very disruptive relationship. It's a callback to Civil War. They yeah. literally haven't seen each other since the end, since the end of Civil War yeah. when they fought and he found out that his parents had died like, they're so angry at it like he's so angry at him and I loved how they built that through I this movie I love how they both well. reacted to that scene though because Cap's like completely like stoic and but like it, it's hurting him you can see yeah. it um, and Tony's I like, just so angry and like emaciated they did a very good job on making him look like he'd really been starving up in space yeah that, so that was, was really powerful and and he called back loads of lines like he said you said you know if we lose we'll lose together well we did lose he called back all these lines from Civil War basically Tony Stark's just recapping he's being paid to recap the last few movies so that like people don't forget so should we go through like each time heist individually really quickly I want to okay, we've yeah, got go Ant-Man Tony Stark and <laughs> how much time and got? Captain America this was my favourite one but because it then became a sub time heist when they went to the 70s yeah, which... this was epic and I called it I was like they're going I whispered to Dave because I couldn't Peggy. help myself they're going back to Peggy and they're going back to his dad I forgot about Michael Douglas it's like they went back to yeah. three previous characters which I is awesome and I liked how they were just communicating that to each other what they needed to do and where they needed to go without saying so, any of it yeah, and they like, know each other and, so well and Ant-Man's like what are you even talking about I love that and Ant-Man's really pleased that he's got one and like everyone's like bye Ant-Man you're done now you're the comic relief <laughs> yeah. but okay sorry side note how did uh, Tony Stark's dad go from being the the young guy from Mamma Mia to the old guy from Mad Men. They look nothing alike. Um, and then when oh. they de-aged him, they should have made him be the young guy from Mamma Mia. See, again. it's tricky because initially they had John Slattery, who plays Howard Stark in this movie, yeah. cast in the first ever Iron Man, or possibly the yeah first ever Iron Man. He's uh, plays him in flashbacks he's already dead or he uh, pl- uh, plays him in newspaper clippings or whatever he is the face of Howard Stark yeah but then, then it's later, the yeah then with, for Captain America the first Avenger I don't know what the reasoning was but I guess they hadn't the de-aging technology or hadn't perfected it yeah. or certainly couldn't have at that time a character have throughout the entire movie like they had yeah because the de-aging is amazing in this now um or it just never occurred to them. Yeah, but so like, then you they almost cast, changed race between one like, actor and another. I know, they look very different. <laughs> look it's so a different. bit tricky. Anyway, that was fun. So basically, within all of that, 
So their time high school's within again to the 70s, which we get all the fun of. The fun of time travel is always really going that, back in time, that, not going back six years ago. That, going back to a different era, you've different cars, oh yeah. you've different clothes. That's fun. I could have watched that whole movie as well. But interestingly, that was, you know, the heist bits of that weren't really even relevant. It was just emotional payoff, right? I mean, as Tony in, like, gets to meet his dad. Tony just walks in and, like, takes the thing. There, Captain there is gets no to see heist. Peggy. And I actually oh, thought at that point scene. he wasn't even going to go back. I thought he was just going to stay in the I mean, 70s. Well, but I'm so to, glad. Let's yeah. get to the end later because that. And then, so that's their bit. Me. That was their one. Then we have the one with Scarlett Johansson. But sorry, hmm? that's also paying off like um, Captain America: The Winter Soldier because that's the bunker where Hydra are. Yeah. I, and I love the. I love the, what he said. Hell, Hydra. Hell, Hydra. That was so good. That was so good. And that was another callback to one of the best fight scenes in The Winter yeah, Soldier, amazing. where he Did enters you? the lift and they, and the same guys try to take. They had to get all the same actors back in that lift to shoot new scenes. This it, movie it's must almost have all. So much money. Well, it's a lot of them are similar. All these actors for like one scene that like would command fairly hefty. They they played with that so well because they knew we were expecting that fight scene and they knew we've seen that before. And then they they played it for a gag. I really enjoyed the relative lack of fighting in this movie. I really enjoyed. Yeah, I was going to say that as well. There is no. There's one big fight at the end, obviously, but there's there's no battles before this. It's it's a time time heist heist itself. Itself is your main game (laughs) in a time heist, right? Next one is can, wait, can, can we get no. a t-shirt made up which says stealth is your main game in a time heist <laughs> because that might be the greatest thing you've ever said it is though you don't go back and start beating people up right okay so that's Dave, so casually for the third time I will say Scarlett Johansson Jem- Jeremy ah, Renner I love this movie uh, your one what's her name uh, the robot woman Nebulon Nebula. no Nebula Nebula and Don Cheadle uh this was the one I was least invested in and cared the least about. Yeah, the, I could see it coming. I was like, Scarlett Johansson's going to die, and Nebula's going to switch with her passive. Oh, I gotta say though, the the that's the one I chose the Scarlett to go to the Johansson for. bit got me. Oh, Scarlett, I'm not undermining it. Like she was brilliant, and and she was ra- she was right to sacrifice herself because it sounds awful, but of all of them, it seemed like what she was most upset about, and you talked about it earlier was the loss of the Avengers yeah whereas other people it was about the loss of other people and she just knowing the Avengers are back together that's her dying wish whereas for the others they had other stuff going on like even like and it shows like she's so obsessed with the to. she's so obsessed with the Avengers that's all she cares about like even when they have nothing to do with the side of the movie she's still trying to keep them together like all the other characters yeah. kind of pityingly dial in once a month to her conference <laughs> call <laughs> and they're all like listen I have better places to be um yeah so this was the one I was least interested in and I also thought it was a bit stupid that nobody thought of or Nebula herself didn't think of the fact that, that like, she, she could be up. hacked into but yeah. I love that they brought Thanos back I really didn't it was see a clever, that coming it was a clever way to do it really clever yeah. way to get Thanos back and to get Gamora back I know I love that so interesting that, but they've un, they, not. But she's a Gamora who hasn't met any of them which is interesting yeah, so right. she, but she's still back. She's just like an earlier version of herself. Yeah, but that's actually a clever way to bring her back and make her a bit more interesting in a way. Do you know for what sure, I mean? For sure, yeah. Do different stuff with her. Yeah. And I love how, again, her, even though it ended up, it was quite sad that um, Nebula had to kill herself, but that, again, this, their sisterly bond shone through. And I, I, really I didn't liked really her. feel anything about that. I, that, mean, I, that was, I wasn't crying on that death, but yeah. um, I liked that. So that was really cool, and I love that Thanos came back. And then, what was the third heist again? And then you had uh, Thor, Raccoon, Thor, Thor and Raccoon in Rocket Raccoon in Asgard, and Thor is so, which was great fun. Thor is just great. So, I love. Asgard. I love how how ruined he is emotionally. Like he just wasn't able to. It's like <laughs> it's like he's lost. He's not with Natalie Portman anymore. He has to face. And I loved how they used Rene Russo. Um, oh, she's brilliant. But I love when she said, 
oh son I don't just see with my eyes I see with my heart it's like no lady your eyes alone would tell him tell you that he's come from the future like he's got a different <laughs> we eye we haven't even talked about the he's overweight he's got like mottled long dirty hair he's wearing like a hoodie like I think anyone could have his, made that deduction his was the best of the you know we've kind of skipped ahead it's so hard to it's too hard we can't get through every part of it but all the let's very quickly address before we get to the meat of the time heist (laughs) which is also going on a t-shirt there's there's a brilliant meeting all the characters again and seeing where they are after five years was just wonderful oh Um, visually it looked amazing but no no but just like just just like that five year stretch and how different they all are like and Tony Stark with his daughter like yeah, Robert I was like, Downey, second I saw his daughter, he's dying. Robert Downey Jr. He's dead. Robert Downey Jr. can act with kids so well. We saw it in Iron Man 3. We've seen it several other times. But he had, I like, great I thought he was being chemistry. very patronising to her. No, I thought it was lovely. And, and like, it, overly nice? Like, I don't think anyone's dad is that nice when they get out of bed in the middle of the night and, like, gives them ice pops. No, I thought My it was My dad sweet. would be like, get back to bed. <laughs> it was sweet. I've never gotten that treatment. He, bu- I bought him as a father instantly, and that he'd been doing it for five years. Uh, well, there was a got to a point where I was like, they can't afford Gwyneth Paltrow for these scenes, and then she finally showed up sitting on a sofa for five minutes. But the scene, oh, there's so many good lines, and then they show up to Tony Stark, and, and Cap says, "This is our second chance," and he says, "I found my second." I chance. know, and I was like, "Oh, honey, you're it's so like, dead." Oh, and then it's like, but then he couldn't let it go, and and but I, they, they, um, they wrote his motivations so well because he couldn't let it go and then that lovely scene he has with Gwyneth Paltrow on the couch and she's like he's like trying to let it go because he he wants to the fact that he's solved it and can do it and she says yeah you can but you won't be able to rest will you yeah, be able I to rest I really buy that it's like she's no personality other than to sit there and like no, enable but they, her husband's they paid dreams it off at the end she said you can rest now we're going to no, be okay I did, I've, never bu- I've never bought Gwyneth Paltrow's character in these movies and I certainly didn't understand at the end why she showed up flying in a suit to be fair have they, I missed something no they laid the groundwork for that she's done it in Iron Man 3 has she yeah I was like sorry who are you and then it was like Dave right. I was like who is this person I Basically, don't understand okay, the only reason that happened is so she could be there when he dies I mean, yeah, right. Of course. That's a necessity. But like, he's basically his dying moment was with like Spider Man. I was like, sorry, can you no, let the wife I mean, in? Like, yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> I know Spider Man's like, getting the next movie. <laughs> I know Spider Man's getting the next movie, and they want us to care about him. But in all honesty, let his wife give him a kiss before he dies. Anyway, right, we've right, got to do all the time, time heist. That's all the time heist. Scarlett Johansson nobly gave her life. I thought it was ridiculous that they fought right at the end because I thought you could both die here. I know, they almost <laughs> fucked up the whole thing. They fucking jumped off the cliff together. It was so stupid. I mean, just like... But this gets... The, the, but I, I did like... about the, chemistry, those two have amazing chemistry yeah, together. Yeah, they do. Like, I always feel like... But we've, we've never had as much time with them together, I think, as we had in this movie. I really felt like they're best friends. They don't give off... And I like the, of romantic no, chemistry. They, and, but they sidelined any romance lo- a long time ago. Oh, there's and, none. It's just pure love between them. And you... I, I really bought that they both would want to sacrifice themselves for the other which you don't often buy in these scenes yeah um, like they're wonderful together so and also Jeremy Renner's hair is like amazing was it always like that no it wasn't even like that at the beginning of the movie and he's got like it's a the, massive tattoo down his arm now he's like gone hardcore that's, his that's what five years did to him <laughs> I thought I gotta also, say he, he stars in like samurai movies now I gotta say that bit didn't really land for me as in like the bit in Japan it was fine but like or just the fact that he's gone off the rails and it's just Clean, cleaning up I mean like no that's fine, fine. I mean that's like, what the Avengers do they kill baddies I know but then it's just like he's back in the group and it's like okay yeah you're just Hawkeye again well so everyone's I, like let's just forget I, about the I, last five years I enjoyed years. him in this though and the oh the moment where he travels back in the test run 
and he's about to see his daughter again but then he disappears it was like that was brilliant yeah I wasn't that bothered about that bit I was just more into how hot he's after getting <laughs> okay <laughs> um, god though and then and then the last so the last section of the movie then is the big battle um, which I mean the moment when it's so beautiful when it's just Captain America with a broken shield facing off against this giant army by himself which was just an amazing shot and then and then the fucking second he hears Sam in his ear and he's like on your left and then the portals show up and all the and like everyone comes back at the same time oh that was so good that was so how about incredibly right before awesome. that even when right before that when they're like who can snap the fingers on the glove and Thor is like I need this like Thor is yeah. so damaged like he's lost his brother he's lost even though I think Loki might show up again now because he did be- go off with one of the time stones yeah so Loki's alive again yeah. they, they undid a lot of uh, well they undid almost everything except Vision and uh, Black Widow and obviously and Tony Stark, Stark. yeah um, and, and they better not bring them back no they're like they're that not. feels permanent otherwise they're not bringing them back it'd be really bad it. if they brought that yeah. back um, but yeah I love that when when Hulk says you know Thor really wants to do it and Hulk says oh, I was made for this because the gamma stuff so it's like tying into his backstory and we haven't even talked about the new creature design of the Hulk oh I thought it was an interesting choice I yeah. loved it but I thought it was hilarious that he still needed glasses <laughs> yeah good but point but I mean I'm all for the Hulk looking more like Mark Ruffalo because I love Mark Ruffalo and I love that we got to see him act more and I like the mixture he, he was a bit more playful now because he was always quite serious so he's more yeah. playful now that he's merged with the Hulk because the Hulk is a more playful character. And I love when they went back to, to there, when they went back in time to their bit and they um, they yeah, watched him like smashing, smash. yeah. but they watched his previous self like just <laughs> yeah. smashing the city and he was like really embarrassed. <laughs> also, sorry, one more thing in the time when they went back in time, Captain versus Captain America. Oh, that was great. That was epic. I absolutely love that. But they did that so well, like, because the old captain would assume that was Loki. And the old captain goes, I can fight all day. And he's like, I know. (laughs) So good. God, you're so boring. What's so good about this movie is that it made fun of itself a little bit. Yeah. Um, Which I like. It's not taking itself too seriously. And it it kind of works on a meta level really well. uh, Yeah. Because not only does it, well, it references other movies, as we know. It references itself and its universe a lot. It's not afraid to poke fun at itself and its established uh, lines. But it. But yeah, anyway, on to the battle scene. That you were talking about. Oh my god, that was the ba- awesome. The battle scene. I was involved, like every minute of that battle scene, I was totally into it, which is really not like me, because I felt like they really deftly handled giving all the characters their moments with like genuinely visually interesting stuff. Like the scene of like Thanos' army arriving was like incredible to look at. And then the scene that you said, like when Black Panther shows up, which was such a good moment. It was just awesome. I just wish that they hadn't done that. My only, only bit of the movie where I went, was. When they first click the fingers and we don't know if it's worked or not, and then Jeremy Renner's wife calls. Was oh like, no, I thought that was nice. No, because I think it would have been better to save that moment for Black Panther coming back. Like a phone call isn't a very like interesting thing to see. Whereas Black Panther walking yeah, through and like face, saving them. His face as he. I mean, he's for such a good actor. He's such a good, good actor. Yeah, I just thought, nah, that's not really what. Oh, I'd I be. teared up at that. But I cried five times in this movie. You counted? You were crying. I did. I actually listed it off. Um, wow. When I was when we came out, because I was like, all right, Scott and his daughter. Oh my god! Yes, absolutely. And she's grown up five years. Like I the, know. All that whole moment, and then he says, "You're so big," and he's so happy. And that's what you'd say because we always like we're so proud when Oscar like needs a new shoe size or something. That I know. What did you think of the logistics on that? Because. 
you know at the end so it's like some people have aged five years some haven't yeah half, so oh, I went to talk about to that. half so, the world are, are five years older than the other well, half when Spider-Man went back to school right his friend gave him a big hug like as if he'd really missed him and I was like but you're still in high school so unless you've stayed back five years no he must have disappeared as well but that's then why the is he hugging him and crying him because they've no memory the people have disappeared so he'd seen him like last week <laughs> good point <laughs> I've seen him mere moments yeah. ago in fact probably a day has passed and like really saw him at, at the this school point bus. like why like Spider-Man's been gone for five years the world's like totally changes in the Avengers now the Spider-Man's in the Avengers which is quite different from old Spider-Man movies sorry why is he still in high school although I hope like he's learned enough at this point I actually hope he's not in the Avengers because that actually undoes the whole end of Spider-Man Homecoming where he rejects it and says you know I'm happy on my level but then, and then, yeah, but he's but about to have another movie. That's the problem with these movies <laughs> yeah. because Infinity War is like, okay, you're an Avenger now and makes a joke out of it. How about when like, they said Avengers Assemble? I mean, that was, that was pretty epic. great. There's yeah. so many great callbacks. Or, and just, but the, one of the best callbacks for me was to, one of Tony Stark's last lines where he says, I am, Thanos says, I am inevitable. And which he says, I am Iron Man, which is one of like the best lines from his first ever movie. It's the very end of the movie where he reveals to the world who he is. Oh right, I didn't see that movie. It's the um, only one I haven't seen actually. Okay, when else did you cry? This is good for like reminding us of scenes. Um, I thought all the stuff with Tony and his daughter originally when he says, "I got my second chance," that made me cry. Yeah. Um, Thor's mother, when oh, he's saying goodbye lovely. to her, and she says, "You've come back to speak to the most intelligent person in Asgard," and like it's just because Thor really needs this. Like she says. Like you need to be who you are and not who you think you should be because he's he feels like he's let so many people down when he actually hasn't. But like I mean, he did literally like lose the city that he's from. He lost his whole family. He lost half the population of his kingdom. But also he, you know, he killed Thanos and it did nothing for him and left yeah, him hollow, which I thought worse, was a, kind of an interesting, quick commentary on the, the hollowness of of violence yeah, as a solution. It was. Um, Third moment you cried. Oh, we're going to have to start wrapping this up because we're going for lunch. I know. Uh, it's literally oh, no. taken all morning to go see this movie. I cried. Uh, Tony's death uh, ruined me. Oh, God, me. I was bawling. And I know I said I wanted him to it's die. so but lovely. people behind us. We won't say his name again. I know I said I wanted him to die. And I'm, I think it was the truest and best ending because I think it, it just would have been rubbish if he hadn't. But I, liked but I was the... really moved by it, even though I, I wanted it to happen. And I like that he was the only one to die in, in that battle because otherwise... And you and they funneled all the emotional energy into that yeah. moment because otherwise you it's um you split the difference and you end up oh, undermining someone else's yeah, death. Yeah, totally agree. Which... Um, which well, incidentally no, I'm really worried about for Game of Thrones <laughs> there's a big battle coming up incidentally I know yeah and I don't know how they're going to do that I mean this, um, is, like, this is spectacularly epic to see this on Saturday and to see the Battle of Winterfell on Monday I know this is quite <laughs> a weekend um, uh, his death um, Cap on the bench the oh second the second he showed up Stop. on the bench I was like I, I knew I, it. I, I was like oh my this is going to ruin me and I cried throughout that whole uh, thing but I really I thought we were only going to get Captain on the bench and then they went back and showed and they gave us the scene and I thought and was, he had gone back to, I had just presumed oh. he'd gone back to the 70s for whatever reason but he actually went back to the 50s so they got to live as like a young couple together so almost like hope I would imagine almost no time would last and they and but that that's such a way to tie up this whole perfect, saga because yeah. the first Avenger his first movie ends with how about that dance you know and they never oh, got the, they're fucking dancing oh I dancing. didn't remember that I didn't remember they're that they're dancing and it's the same I think it's the same song they, they and my favourite or I'm on I totally up. forgot when I said oh my god what my favourite movies were my favourite movie for a long time was the very first Captain America because it was set around then and I you and mean I your favourite movie of these of no? these oh yeah. god not of all time yeah. um 
I love that and I was devastated by him and Peggy and this makes me want to go back and I know everyone was obsessed with um, Captain the Winter Soldier sorry, but sorry. I was never um, I was never enamoured with that one I was always into his, his origin story I just always loved it and the yeah, Winter Soldier was a so, knockout movie though yeah but they were different emotionally and this one yeah, ties fair. as you say back into his first one um, and that was just like we both now let's go this way both, there's too many people there yeah, we both just turned and looked at each other when they were dancing and we both just were like bawling crying oh, just, it was so such beautiful such a small it's little lovely moment him, to end a big movie like this but before that when we saw him handing his friend who's the new Captain America which I really liked forgotten his name Sam Sam but when we saw when he handed it over and we saw his wedding ring oh so nicely done and oh, then do so you want to talk about it and he was like no it's a personal but I know he said do you want to tell me about her and I thought he was going to say I already have as in because he's probably told him all about Peggy before but yeah. Cap's not that kind of guy no, but I like that it was personal it's for him and, and the implication is they just had this lovely quiet I life know. together and I wanted him to have like, kids with him but I'm just like too sentimental and like I know that would have been totally sacred who knows but that's oh, no, for them but I, like, I know it's, it's just their special story but like how okay as good as the de-aging is like in Samuel L. Jackson in the last movie in the guy from Mad Men in this movie in Michael Douglas they're brilliant at it the ageing of Captain America is probably the best ageing I've yeah, ever seen yeah that was good to the point where I was like is that a different older actor but I knew why would they do you that you could see him in there there it was the but yeah, eyes they, and don't, the, and they the, don't go to the whole effort of de-aging Samuel L. Jackson for an entire movie and then get a different actor to play Captain America but what a character that character basically just stepped into wise old man and it made perfect sense it, it makes like, sense and it makes sense for Captain to go back to the 50s even if it wasn't for Peggy because that's where he's from that's the time that he's most comfortable in That's he's a very old fashioned guy yeah. like he's very stoic he's not overly emotive like he fits that time like and that's his era and like Honestly, obviously if I was to pick I would presumably pick to come back like to when we were young to be together as well well maybe top three moments um, <laughs> and then one more thing we have to talk about and then we really have to go because we're meeting people for lunch yeah. late um, Captain Marvel sidelined totally sidelined weird like what? they made it- such a big deal out about, about her end of Infinity War you know she's going to save us all and then there was all this rife speculation about how she was going to tie in and then she's just kind of incidentally there but, uh, at the but beginning it, but I think it worked because it did answer the question that, it, that we had after Captain Marvel was well if she can do all this stuff then how did Thanos ever do what he did and the, and the answer is Earth's not her focus and she barely considers it yeah but I she's feel like just, that's a weak defense. it is weak and I and think I'm really disappointed she wasn't in this more don't get me wrong I think I think it's 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 basically the Superman problem that DC have in that you have this all-powerful character who can do anything. Yeah, how can you deal with them? So it's like they have to be benched. So she actually has to be sidelined otherwise she just does everything and wins and so she's almost one of those characters who's too powerful like she, but basically she um, came in at the start and saved Tony feel, and she came in at the end and helped them but I feel and like, like it's a bit of a, a bit shame of a waste of her it's character. a bit of a shame to have this whole origin movie for this character introduced and, she, and like we, I, thought, I think Brie Larson's really good and I think we, we liked Captain Marvel as a character so then just have her sort of incidentally it in makes this that movie because that movie kind of we both enjoyed but didn't land 100% for us yeah. and it makes that movie seem even more incidental now yeah like it, it was does. kind of just filler feels like a miss and they were like oh we need to get a female lead and again another side note and then we absolutely have to wrap up I had read that Scarlett Johansson was getting her own movie before she but, is but, but she I guess it, but it'll be a prequel but then she's got a lot of boring? backstory yeah and also a prequel when you've seen eight movies I tell someone. you I tell you what's worse is that there's a TV show coming out called WandaVision which is first of all one of the ter- most terrible titles I've ever heard that's Wanda about Vision. Wanda and Vision oh god so, stop I so can't it's like, cope with that and again I guess I that'll stand. be a prequel when but, she came back I was like 
And then she started talking about vision. I was like, nobody cares about vision. Nobody cares about He's vision. He's an AI robot. They've with they, the they poorly handled vision throughout this whole thing, I think. Um, anyway, look, we, we gotta go. We gotta go to lunch. I, I Was there anything else I wanted to say? Uh, I mean, a oh my god. Things. I think you should watch it again and do like a second viewing review at some point. I want to. I would watch this again like right now. I would go this afternoon. <laughs> it's very long. Like I have to say that my back's really sore after spending three hours in the cinema. As comfy as the seats were, it's a long time to be sitting down. I thought, yeah, it was. It was. It is quite it's quite a long time to be sitting down. I think, but I think it's absolutely a big screen experience. Like I would never recommend that somebody like watch this for the first time at home. Okay, let's just go. We might do an extra one later. Um, Yes, but please, thought. everyone, let us... But, I mean, I'm sure everyone loved it, but let us know what you thought. <laughs> let us know if you didn't like it, because that would be quite interesting. Um, all the things we've missed that we should have talked about, like, get us on Twitter and we'll talk about it. Um, and we've mentioned before in the podcast, but we've recently launched a Patreon, so it's patreon.com forward slash The Cinemile. And we've launched a bonus podcast feed where it's called The Cinemile High Club. Uh, you can get it anywhere you listen to podcasts if you subscribe via Patreon. And we do... TV reviews so we've already covered a couple of episodes of Game of Thrones we've covered the new Star Trek Discovery and just yesterday we released our first retro watch which was voted for by our Patreon subscribers which was E.T. E.T. so you yeah. can go, uh, go there listen to all that um, and follow um, talk to us on social media at the Cinemile everywhere um, and thanks for listening and we'll see you all very soon oh my god I'm going to see this movie Dave again. you need to calm down now <laughs> bye okay, bye